You are listening to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I'm your host, Amy. I have a background working in a corporate environment for over 15 years. I'm a doctor, a lecturer, a lawyer and a published author. This podcast is a look inside my brain. I cover relevant and totally irrelevant topics, ranging from self-help and advice to the spooky and scary, a little bit of true crime, mental health. I also like to tell some stories along the way. My goal is to spread aesthetic vibes whilst discussing these topics. Okay, with all that being said, let's hang out. Welcome to today's episode. I hope everybody has had a good week so far. Um, bear with me. <laughs> Microphone problems. I hope everyone has had a good week so far. Um, it's very hot in Sydney. Very, very hot. Today we are looking at mm, about 30 degrees. It gets a lot hotter than that. But the last couple of days have been humid and there's this really hot wind at the moment. So it's kind of just like blowing the heat around and around and around. And um, it's horrendous, to put it nicely. So I've had my little rickety air conditioner on up here um, in the beauty room. Uh, but I have to turn it off because it's too loud to record. So my goal is to get this episode done and then get the fuck out of this room and go downstairs into the nice cool air conditioning. Uh, sorry, you might be hearing like a... Um, it's a spinner ring that I have. It's like an anxiety ring. So you might hear that every now and then. I try to keep it quite still, but it's also one of those, um, like you, it's an unconscious kind of fiddle that you do. So anyway, today we're going back into our Building a Better You series. And today I really want to talk about self-talk. This is the way that we speak or treat ourselves, that inner dialogue that we have with ourselves day to day, um, the thoughts that maybe pop up in our mind and the way we physically think about ourselves. We are doing this topic today before we go any further into the series because if we aren't speaking or treating ourselves correctly, we will not be able to progress in this journey. And it's all going to be a waste of time, energy and effort. So we really need to get that thinking laid down first. All right, so let's start off with defining self-talk. So self-talk is the way we speak to ourselves or that voice in our minds, that inner voice. At times, we are potentially not aware we're speaking to ourselves in the way that we are. And this inner voice combines conscious thoughts with inbuilt beliefs and biases to create this internal monologue, if you like. Self-talk is important because it has a very big impact on how we feel and what we do. It can be supportive and beneficial, motivating or completely negative and undermining our confidence. There are lots of ways that we can talk to ourselves, whether that's positive, negative, or a combination of both. So negative self-talk is where your inner voice is excessively negative, sounding more like an inner critic. Um, it's often pessimistic and focuses on the bad. It can erode confidence and it stops us from actually reaching our potential. 
It can make you feel like you're going to fail before you even start on your journey. It can sound like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this, or I, I don't think I can, I can't. Um, or, or maybe even just, you know, I've tried everything, it hasn't worked, I'm going to give up. Negative self-talk is often repetitive and it doesn't always reflect reality. And I'll get a little bit into that as we uh, progress today. The way that you speak to yourself says a lot about how you feel or view yourself. I've struggled with negative self-talk pretty much my entire life. And I've been actively working on shifting that inner dialogue um, and the way that I feel about myself. Um, I, when I find myself negatively self-talking, I will often say to myself, whoa, I think you're being too hard on yourself or stop beating yourself up. For a long time, I struggled with um, negative self-talk, but quite extreme, where I would analyze everything that I said or did. I would look for issues or problems, you know, and then even now I find myself sitting and then every now and then my brain starts to think back to the things that I've done and said and I'm like oh that's so shit why did you do that 10 years ago and I'm like hold on you can't keep beating yourself up 10 years down the track over something dumb that you said or did that long ago it's about you know for me drawing the line and going come on it's time to move on it's time to grow up you know there's there's more important things to focus on Whenever I kind of go down that pathway, I think to myself, will anybody else ever remember X, Y, Z that you said or did? Probably not, because everybody is focused on themselves, not those around them. Negative self-talk is something that's usually deeply ingrained, and it's not something that can be kind of changed or stopped overnight this is an ongoing improvement that you actually need to invest in if you are experiencing this you know that little negative self-talk voice and there's no shortcut so we can't just go oh um do this now and you'll never speak badly about yourself or to yourself again doesn't work like that prolonged negative self-talk can have longer term issues on mental health and i think i've suffered um in that space where my negative self-talk has in fact impacted my mental health whether that's through you know anxiety depression whatever it might be so if you think mainly negatively about yourself you're going to feel bad most of the time right how can you put yourself in an environment an internal environment that isn't great and expect great results right i'm just going to drag you down um, if you're down, it's going to pull you even further down. And then getting back up is going to be a struggle. So a lot of the times negative self-talk can be experienced by people with mental health um, existing concerns, but not, not necessarily right. And um, this constant negative kind of chit-chat can be overwhelming and very difficult to break. How we treat ourselves is super important. We need to love ourselves, otherwise who else will? Another thought is if you don't treat yourself well, then that might be a signal to others that it's fine for them to do the same. And I've had a few friendships where I would jokingly say, you know, negative things about myself and then try to laugh it off. And then they would think it's okay to make similar comments to me uh, because they'd be like, oh, that's funny, isn't it? No, it's not. So it was almost like I was setting myself up to fail in those friendships. And this this isn't okay, right? You shouldn't be speaking negatively about yourself and you shouldn't have people in your life that are doing the same. 
a lot of the times it's this feeling that we're not good enough and this could be both personal or professional um there are really four core types of negative self-talk and these are personalizing where you blame yourself for everything the second is magnifying and this is when you focus on negative aspects of a situation and you ignore all the positives there's catastrophic thinking where you expect the worst and you rarely let logic or reason persuade you otherwise and there's polarizing which is seeing the world black and white good bad and there's nothing in between no middle ground for processing or categorizing life events I can confidently say um, I've done each of those continuously well done to me (laughs) round of applause (laughs) some of the negative self-talk or thoughts that you might have in your mind can be some of the following I'll disappoint whoever Um, I failed and I've embarrassed myself Um, I'm you know fat and out of shape why bother um i've let whoever down i've never done this before therefore i am going to be bad at it there's no way this is going to work i can't whatever or this is just too hard this comes back to some of the other concepts we've discussed such as i will be happy when i lose weight i will be happy when i get a girlfriend boyfriend whatever i will be happy when i get married whatever um happiness is not a destination i've spoken about this before happiness is not a destination happiness is something you need to strive for in the now we shouldn't be pinning things on my happiness will occur when the following happens because Either you will achieve that and then you'll be looking for all other stuff and then your goals are going to shift and change and you're constantly going to be thriving for something or striving for something even that is unattainable because you're setting unrealistic goals. Or alternatively, you don't get there and then you look at it and go, oh, I failed. Um, it's almost like being on the hamster wheel, right? Like a little hamster running. Why do we doubt our abilities? I know if there is something I am going to do, I will put my mind to it and I will do it. Even if I don't succeed, for me, there's merit in trying because trying equals learning. A lot of the time, we actually learn a lot more from where things don't turn out perfectly. In the workplace, we would refer to this as test and learn. We would spend a lot of time working on new stuff, right? And we had the mentality that if it didn't succeed, in whatever it was that we were doing we needed to understand why you learn fast and then you pivot you're agile you take on those valuable learnings and then move on so it's almost like fail fast and failure is not a bad thing when it's put into perspective we would implement technology or technology enhancements right and we'd have like a small group of customers we're rolling it out to we would introduce something see how it goes Um, some customers would probably you know love it and then other customers would be like this is shit and we'd get feedback and then we go okay the majority of people said this is shit these are the reasons why it's shit okay we're never going to do that again but however if we do the opposite to that this might actually be a useful concept or idea so it's that test and learn fail fast and learn from it Because you learn a lot more from that than everything goes perfectly. You know, you implement your technology and customers go, it's perfect. Okay, but why? How? What could we do different? What could we do better? Right? Contextualizing. In 
this series we are focused on i.e. being the best versions of ourselves we can put in all this hard work but if our self-talk isn't right it's all going to be wasted efforts and energy right so we need to get a grip on this nice and early before we go any further into the series the problem with negative self-talk is it typically does not reflect reality and so it can convince people wrongly that they're not good enough and that they will never get better and it can paralyze them into self-absorption or inaction. So why do we allow ourselves to be self-critical? People who believe negative self-talk is valid often imagine that that voice or feedback is honest um, and it can limit their ego and prepare them for disappointment or you know the mindset of oh, I simply deserve this negativity or negative outcome the question there is would you speak to someone in your life the same way you're speaking to yourself would you and most of the time no so why are you speaking to yourself like it positive self-talk actually makes you feel good um, it makes you feel optimistic and that good things are happening in your life. And it's this great little voice saying, hey, look on the brighter side, look on the brighter side. Self-worth does come into the picture here. So I'll briefly touch on, you know, self-worth and self-value really are two related terms. They are often used interchangeably, but they're slightly different. So having a sense of self-worth means that you value yourself and you have a sense of self value that means that you are worthy the differences between the two are you know fairly small however self-worth is the core of our very selves it is our thoughts our feelings our behaviors and um, these tied to our view of worthiness and value as human beings so there's actually the self-worth theory um, and this is a 1976 theory and ideally it's the logical conclusion that competing with others can help us feel like um, we're achieving impressive achievements um, which makes us feel proud of ourselves and enhances our acceptance of ourselves. So the theory holds that there are four main elements of the self-worth model. So we've got ability, effort, performance and self-worth. The first three in that list, so ability, effort, and performance, interact with each other in one's level of self-worth. One's ability and effort and predictability have a big impact on performance. And all of the three that are interlocked with each other equate to worth and value. A big component here is making sure that we're not using stupid shit to determine our self-worth i've had people in my life that have attached self-worth to very weird things so let me share a couple that kind of feel very odd to me so your self-worth is not attached to how much you have to do and achieve it's not attached to your job or your job title. I think I spoke about this recently. I fucking hate it. One of the first comments, you meet someone, you know, you're, you're commu like, you know, you're connecting, communicating, whatever. And they say to you is, what do you do? What do you do for work? It's one of the very first questions. My job title does not define me. How about you ask me about, you know, the type of person I am. And we talk a little bit about fun stuff rather than, oh, 
What do you do? Oh, you've got a PhD. That's that's so impressive. Is it? Like, is it really? It's not. <laughs> it's just something I've done. It, it doesn't define me. Yeah, it's a great achievement. I'm not going to downplay that. But fuck, like, it's, that's not who I am. I'm not just doctor. Like, you know, come on. In addition, there's some other things that do not equate to self-worth. Your social media following. Grow up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But fuck. We, we have to stop looking at that number. Because, you know, the fact that I've got X number of followers or whatever it might be it does it doesn't matter who gives a shit um your age is another one you're never too old or too young for anything I can't tell you the amount of times I hear from people that are like oh I'm too old to study no you're not you're just unmotivated anyone can do it you have to determine that's the pathway I'm going on I'm going to do everything in my power to do so and then you work at it and you work hard it's consistency it's you know um it's, it's this lens of continuous reinforcement and it, it's, it's a sacrifice, right? But if you put all your energy and effort into it, you're going to see positive results. Your, the people around you are not equal to your self-worth. I remember I had someone once say to me, oh, choose your friends wisely because they're a reflection of you. What? No, they're not. You can have people in your life. You can have people that you spend a lot of time with, a little bit of time with. They don't determine your self-worth. Um, and look, every now and then you might have a couple of people in your life that are questionable in one way or another. Who fucking cares? Like if they're a good person and you connect with them, does it matter what they've done in the past or does it matter? Like none of that matters. Other things that don't define our self-worth. Being the best at everything, i.e., I have to receive high distinctions in all my subjects because my grades determine my self-worth. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. Um, yes, great marks are fantastic, but it's also about, like I said, hard work, consistency, really good work ethic that gives you the results that you're after. It doesn't define. So if I get a pass or a credit in something, that doesn't define who I am. If anything, it says, righto. Amy got a pass in, um, let's think of something that I fucking hate, trusts. <laughs> uh, Amy got a pass in, I don't know what else is shit, property, property and land, which I didn't, right? I, I didn't, but let's just say I did. Who fucking cares? I passed the subject. Who fucking cares? Like, it's just not important. The number of friends is another one. I don't need a big group of friends. I've got quite a few friends. I've made a lot of new friends who are phenomenal people. But I don't look at my self-worth and go, oh, there's four people in the group and these four people are super important people and they define who I am. No, no. Number of friends, same as number of followers, doesn't matter. Your relationship status. Oh my God. This one does my fucking head in. Being married. I don't know what it is. Being married. People strive for married as a type, like as a relationship status. Stop. Stop immediately. Immediately, no. There is not one relationship type that is better than the other. There is not one status that is better than the other. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm kidding. But come on. Being single is not a bad thing. 
I was single for many years. I lived an amazing life. I had so much fun. I spent so much time with my friends and we partied and we shopped and we just did cool shit, right? That's not to say that's better than my married life because my married life's fantastic, right? So it's, but it doesn't matter. It's, your status does not equate to self-worth. Uh, the the amount of money you have in your bank account's another one. Who fucking cares? I was saying to my husband the other night, we're talking about uh, finances and um, um, the fact that <laughs> moving into 2023, um, I will be returning to a full-time office role of some description. What that is yet, I haven't determined. However, we were talking about finances and he was like, oh, you know, be great to have the house paid off. And I'm like, yeah, it'd be great. But at the end of the day, there's more important things like mental health, feeling like um, you are happy with life. You know, and I said to him, there was just so many years in my past life where I was just fucking miserable doing what I was doing. Um, So for me, it's about not about the money in the bank or the amount owed on the mortgage. It's more so around your happiness and money doesn't buy happiness. I don't care what Ariana Grande has to say. (laughs) One of the lines in her song is something like um, something about money doesn't equal happiness, but those people have just never had enough money because it does equal happiness. Some shit like that. wrong <laughs> no I'm sure being like a billionaire and a millionaire is fucking rad and you just go buy shit left and right however it does not the money in your bank account does not define you all right <laughs> we've discussed this a little bit now so I want to just dive in some of the tools and techniques that I've personally used to start shifting that negative talk to something that's more positive so I think the first is being aware that you're doing it okay so you catch yourself oh I was so shit at that or god I've just got to lose some weight all right stop define that that is negative talk ask yourself would you talk to someone else like that there is a trend on TikTok where somebody's on the screen they say something negative about themselves like oh you're so fat or something like that. You're so like stupid or whatever it might be. And then they put up a picture of a younger version of themselves. And then the caption is, would you say that to her or him? And the answer is no, you wouldn't speak to a child that way. And then it is, well, why are you speaking to yourself like that? Because that is you, which kind of resonated with me. I saw it a few times and was like, oh, that's epic. Identification of negative talk self situations so different scenarios that you're in that might trigger negative self-talk could be things like you know work events or the work environment whatever it might be but pinpointing where what the trigger is for that negative self-talk and this can help you anticipate for example I'm entering through a work event I have to be mindful after I've had a couple of drinks whatever it is that I don't speak like this to myself Another thing I do is when I've got the thought, I challenge it. I I sit there and I'm like, really, really, you're stupid. Okay, let's look at your, um, let's look at the things that you've done that are amazing. Let's Let's look at the type of person you are. Let's look at, you know, the fact that you helped somebody do whatever. Let's look at whatever, whatever, whatever. And I guarantee you when you challenge the thought, none of it's true you're going to go actually well I might not have done great at that but that doesn't mean that my self-worth is attached to it so ideally it was just a once-off 
the next is to just abruptly stop the thought. Um, I do this by just stop, stop, stop in my mind, recognizing it and then stopping it dead in its tracks. For me, a lot of the times I say in my mind, we are not doing this today. (laughs) So once you've identified the thought, you've stopped it in its tracks. The question is, is there something else I could be saying to myself that's a little bit more positive? Answers yes. Okay, shift that thinking. I think the other thing is to realize, you know, it's a bad thing. It's a bad day, but it's not a bad life. So let's just stop it at that, disengage, and then get back to that happy version of ourselves. I think also surrounding yourself with positive people is a big one. It is, um, it's difficult. Like for me, I absorb the emotions from those around me and basically it can be the determinant behind whether I have a good or bad day uh, because I've absorbed those emotions around me. So it's about understanding that those emotions don't belong to you. They belong to somebody else. So let's go ahead and focus on you and being a happy version of you. And then positive affirmations is another one. So maybe it's waking up in the morning um, and, and, you know, saying a couple of positive things in your mind. There's um, a lady and her child on TikTok. And every morning when she's doing her hair, um, she's got like really thick, like really thick, thick, thick hair, like super coarse and curly. And she's like pulls it up and gets it out of her face. And she's doing her hair every morning. Anyway, the lady um, says to her, I am strong. Little girl says, I am strong. And then she'll say, what else? And little girl will say, you know, I am smart. And she's like, I am smart. And then they kind of alternate between the two of them with these positive affirmations, um, putting the little girl's mindset in the right place, if you like, for the day. Um, It's only small, but it can make a big difference. So if we look at some of the, the negative And then we want to change that to positive. So it could be things like, this is too hard. And the positive might be, okay, this is going to be a challenge. Let's give it a go. Let's roll the dice. Let's see what happens. The negative here would be, I can't do it. The positive here would be, I'm going to give it my best shot. Let's just see how we go. The negative might be, I've always been this way. Or, you know, I'm a product of my environment or my mum or dad was that way, therefore that's the way I'm going to be. No wrong. The the positive is I'm open to change. I recognise that there are things that need to be improved. Negative might be, oh, my life's terrible. The universe is out to get me, which everybody who's been around on my podcast (laughs) knows that I fucking hate that thinking universe he's not out to get you i promise you the universe has more pressing things to do than popping in today and being like you know what i gotta fuck amy's day up please no the universe is far more important and has more important things to do than to pop on into my life today the positive off the back of that is look actually i do have a good life um you know that old saying that if you were to take all your problems put them in a bag And everybody else did the same. Everybody put their problems in a bag and everybody put the bag in the middle of the floor. And then you were able to go and pick a bag in exchange for your bag. There's, you know, there's the old thinking that you wouldn't want someone else's problems. Maybe they're tougher to deal with or more extreme. So it's this mindset of realizing that's not a bad life. You've just got a couple of challenges. It's not the end of the world. Negative self-talk might be no one likes me. 
I suck. I don't have any friends. Positive self-talk might be, you know what, I like myself and that's all that matters. And so on. There's some examples. So there are lots of things that you can do, as I've mentioned, incorporating positive self-talk. So yeah, starting early in your day and saying to yourself, these are the things I'm grateful for. These are the things I'm happy about. You know, weaving it into your routine might be listening to music for me. So if I'm feeling particularly shit and my self-talk is getting to me, I'll put on some awesome, awesome music and kind of uh, tune the rest of it out. Making sure that you are reminding yourself during the day to be positive is another good one. And not dwelling on the past is one that I've been working on for a while. Okay, so there's a lot. There's a lot there. I am going to just draw the line there. So I want you to take back the power that you might have given to other people or the power that your mind has taken over and your brain is now using negative self-talk. So take the power back and realize that you are in control of being the best version of yourself. You're in control of these thoughts. You're in control of these emotions. You're in control of your inner dialogue. So take back that control and start looking at the different ways that you can implement positive self-talk. I hope this has been helpful. It's one of these things that it's not an overnight fix. This is something that you have to work at. But I promise you that, you know, after you have put into place some of these tools and techniques, you will find that within a few weeks, your mind is shifting. and You are viewing yourself as someone better or someone different or, you know, the, the person that you want to see yourself as or the person that you are, rather. I hope that you all have a fantastic rest of the week. I hope it's not too crazy weather-wise where you are. So I've been sitting in this room for a little while now and I'm so boiling. Um, I'm starting to feel sick. <laughs> so I have to get the fuck out of this room, down into the air conditioning and uh, get the rest of my day sorted. Anyway, um, I hope it's great where you are. Um, stay safe. Make sure you tune in next week for the next episode. Uh, in the meantime, you can hit me up on my social. Uh, my Instagram is Aesthetic Vibes Pod. Drop me an email at aestheticvibepodcast.com. Visit my website, aestheticvibepodcast.com. Um, on my website, I tend to have links to all of my old episodes, along with some pictures and some other bits and bobs, sound bites. Um, if you're looking for more information, definitely head there. You can drop my, my TikTok at Dr. Ames Kelly. We have fun on my TikTok. I post dumb shit. Um, I post a lot about my dog. <laughs> There's some that I posted recently. You know, and I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but they're funny. Hilarious, better yet. <laughs> yeah, drop by if you want to laugh. Otherwise, if you are listening, hi. <laughs> if you would like to see the video version of these podcasts because you want something visual on the screen, you can pop by exclusive to Spotify and watch my videos. And that is Aesthetic Vibes Vodcast. Uh, thanks to my husband for creating that name. Absolutely amazing. So yeah, this will give you a little bit of a glimpse into what I look like, the environment I sit in. All these cables like amazing, right? So good. Yeah, so that's probably about it for now. So take care and until next time, bye. Bye guys. Oh, 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 oh,